nerd games here. As always, I'm joined by Chris. Um, hey, what's up? We, we are on doing another live stream because we're stuck in the house, bored as hell during this quarantine. <laughs> uh, so tired of this bullshit. Um, no, but we got a bit of a new setup now. Quality should be looking a little better. I could tweak some stuff. Got myself a new graphics card. And we got a little bit of news to share. Games we've been playing that we've been loving. Where'd you go, Chris? I lost you. Oh, you're back. I'm back. Um, <laughs> so what you been up to, man? What have you been playing lately? Um, as Eric just said, he recently just got a uh, a PC graphics card upgrade, so he he's joined the wonderful world of uh, Windows 10. And uh, oh, yeah. I've been playing some Gears Tactics. I know he's been playing some Gears Tactics. <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> um how far are you in that by the way i didn't even get the i am not that i am not that far because i kind of went on a uh a little bit of a buying streak my birthday is coming up so i decided to buy myself a couple games for my birthday yeah i bought quite a few just because of quarantine <laughs> true but uh we've been messing with the pc more lately and i got a uh a warhammer uh Battlefleet Gothic Armada. It's like a spaceship, like naval battle game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, you went all out with it, huh? Yeah, Steam's been having a bunch of sales, and uh, I I hopped on the Epic Game Store and grabbed uh, Civilization Six for free last week. While that was free, yeah, yeah, I grabbed Eric that too. Knows, I have like seven copies of that game on like every platform. Um, and I was like, oh, let me see what Steam has going on. And I hopped on Steam, and they had a big Warhammer sale. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna grab this game this game this dlc and i spent like 20 bucks and got three games yeah dude dude the sales have been crazy yeah george hops in the chat immediately goes chris <laughs> fix my computer fuck eric's podcast <laughs> ah you're mad because ain't nobody want to help your punk ass nah we'll, dude we got covid19 we'll get covid19 we'll we can't be near each other i'm sorry george i can't take your computer right now <laughs> no. we'll, we'll get around to it <laughs> nah, um but uh yeah dude but they yeah, i know it's lovely to have a good pc now put it that way because mm -hmm. god dude the sales lately have been great whether it be ps4 xbox whatever and now it's awesome that i now throw in this awesome graphics card into my computer and now i have access to all the xbox games at least the ones that are available on pc access to steam epic games all that free games i've been collecting over the years through twitch and all that it's it's awesome so many so much stuff to do now yeah and with the uh the game pass on pc uh, i have game pass ultimate so i have mm. games with gold game pass for xbox and game pass for pc so i sign in with my login just like i would on xbox and then all of a sudden there's like a hundred and something games pc games just ready to go for me mm -mm. yeah it's uh, that yeah you've been stacking them up over the years for a while now uh, yeah like i know one that you have that i, I really want to hop into me and drew were just talking about is star wars old republic yeah uh, unfortunately he has a mac so it's a bit of a problem for that game. It was never optimized for the Mac. Well, but, yeah, that, but he can also, that that's a conversation we'll have offline because he can install Windows as a second operating system and boot yes. into it. That, and he was he also uses NVIDIA GeForce Now. 
So mm-hmm. he's been playing a lot of games through that, where he bought like he'll buy a game and then you run it through the NVIDIA program. Yeah, GeForce Now was cool. I checked out GeForce Now in 2015, and it was a very early, almost Gaikai-like version of it, mm-hmm. where like it hadn't been perfected yet. But I played a bunch of uh, what was the first Mordor game? Uh, I keep saying Shadow of, and it's not. No, Shadow's the second one. No, I don't. It's know. like Tomb Raider. Shadow's the second one. I don't know. Don't Battle care. for Mordor, maybe? I don't remember. But the don't, last Lord of the get, Rings I get Mordor your point. Game, yeah. I played that on the NVIDIA Shield. Like yeah, the yeah, yeah. controller one. You, you were I, so amazed by that, dude. Yeah, dude, I, yes, That's what George, I built my old computer for. Yeah, and yes, George, if pod, if Halo News drops, I'm, I will totally pull you into a video chat and we'll bullshit and talk on a podcast. We get another Halo announcement or some epic shit happens in the Halo universe. I got you. July. July, something's supposed to go down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Halo Infinite. You're, you're coming on a podcast for Halo Infinite news. All right? There you go. For sure. <laughs> I actually was just talking to a couple of people. That I want to I wanna try to get some people in here with us since we're mm-hmm. doing Zoom calls anyway. Yeah, why not? Um, like, why not throw a few friends on the podcast that have been playing a lot of stuff? And then besides that, also, so an idea I threw at you earlier is ho- we're going to try to get a hold of some, like, independent developers or, mm-hmm. like, small people that are involved in the gaming industry in general, whether it's other creators or whatever. I feel like sure. this is a great time to take advantage of it and pull people into the video conferences and just BS with them. I feel like it would be a great idea, and now I have get, it set up. Get people while they're still uh, locked in and bored. Yeah, because I got I got a good setup for it now. I know how to you know switch everything, bend everything, yeah. move everything. I can I can have five six people in here. I mean we, we might not be good at it because we'd be yelling over each other, but I can make it happen. So I'm definitely looking forward to trying to make that happen. Um, I'm trying to trying to get some some like smaller developers that would enjoy being a part of sure. a smaller podcast. I think that would be, be really cool. cool. But um, so other than Gears Tactics, what have you what have you been playing? Um, I'm, dude, it's kind of hard to even say right now. Like, so I beat, I beat Final Fantasy VII, like, okay. uh, last week. I think I did that, yeah, I think I did it before last podcast. So, I must, I probably talked about it then. And then I, I got the Platinum Trophy in Remnant from the Ashes. I got oh, you that. you did finally Platinum it. Yes, so that's, that's Platinum number nine. I'm working on ten. Don't know what game I want to be my tenth, but I'm working on it. Um... And then I've been dabbling in Sekiro again, so I okay. think I think I'm gonna go back to Sekiro and start streaming that because I really really enjoy that game and that, preparation for Ghost of Tsushima as well. That is a very like stylized kind of thing for a lot of From Software games. Is you get to a wall and you just stop for a couple weeks or a couple days or a couple months, and then you'll come back to it and like spend a day or two trying to relearn mechanics and controls, and then all of a sudden the guy you couldn't beat just be for no reason because your brain just works again mm, i feel you and um george dude like hey, i i understand you having issues with the computer situation right now dude if you can pull some money together and get a get a computer that will run obs and you get a capture card you can make all this happen pretty easily it's not hard once you get the hang of it i know you're smart enough to pull it off i happily would help you out try and figure it out you don't need my logos. You gotta start doing doing this on your own, man. Get your grind down, and you, I'd be happy to have you be a part of it too. But we'll see. We'll get there. We'll talk about it. Don't worry. Um, but uh, yeah. So that yeah, Sekiro is just one of those games that like 
as much as I want to keep playing it, it also, like, once I get into it, mm-hmm. it almost, like, scares me, like, in a weird way. Like, like if a game can scare you, it's one. Like, it, like you, you get so into it and love it so much, and then you get your ass kicked over and over again by the same it, boss. It's totally like, an all-or-nothing game. You're mm-hmm. either completely all about it or you're, like, so over it, I don't even want to play that game yes 100 percent. and i keep getting stuck in the middle of that so where yep. i'm like i can't decide between all in or all out like i can't because i it, want it i want it but it's uh it, it's taken me years to play various dark souls games for that reason specifically like yeah. i'll grind out like 50 hours in three days go hard beat two dudes i never even thought of seeing in the game and then all of a sudden i just like die i can't get yeah. down a hallway or something happens where like i literally die like 50 times and i'm like you know what i need to not play this for a while yeah. that, that, that is it and and speaking of that emotion the the game that, I, that i've been playing the most obviously as you said back to gear ta- gears tactics i am not a tactic turn-based player in a game period not like, at ever. all i don't play them once in a while but i'm not like i'm not really into them like i, I enjoyed mm. them more as a kid because of like what i've been doing lately with streaming and all that it is so nice to just have a game like that where i can like work on something and then go over do a couple turns let the when the enemies turn i can sit there and do a couple more things Mm -hmm. back to it like it's it i absolutely love it the game is so good and so well done the in-depth battle system the leveling up the armor the weapons the modifications they did such a good job with that game the the gears universe was already meant to be a tactical cover-based shooter so when they take it out of like third person kind of camera down look and Mm -hmm. made it that like god view and a turn base like it just works it's the same game but it's just like a slightly different control scheme and i have to give mad props to microsoft I think they are stealth using this game to test a new video engine because those cutscenes are looking crispy, dude. In-engine cutscenes look amazing in this. Yeah, the dude, like in general, like yeah, as you were saying, it looks amazing. Now try having my situation where I just got the dopest graphics card and then I threw it on my 4K TV. I click recommended oh, yeah. settings and it put everything on ultra. I was like okay oh yeah that something different haven't seen anything like that in a while and i got mm-hmm. four i got forza horizon regardless of it being almost a hundred gig game i had to get oh it dude that is such a fun game it wiped my brand new ssd half out but um <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna at least play it once or twice and it, it, oh, yeah. depending on how much i enjoy it I, i'll keep it like i only have 40 gigs left on my brand new ssd dude i i feel you my old ssd uh is only 120 gigs so i installed uh battlefleet gothic armada 2 Mm. at 30 something gigs and then 40 something gigs for gears tactics and then the operating system and my drive's like oh you got like 15 gigs left yeah all right well enough of us praising the pc world now that i'm into it i love it um it's great but we gotta we gotta get back into this news subject now. Um, PS Five just dropped a huge and uh, small announcement. <laughs> just yeah, a quick a glimpse, an announcement. yeah, quick glimpse of a black controller because they only showed us the white one so far. Quick glimpse of a black controller it spins around, boom, there it is. 
and then PS5 June 4th. Like yep. that like that's they're, they're announcing it. It's for sure going to happen. There's no way they would make a post like this if it wasn't. I, Plus I, Sony's been very calculated recently with their internet and the way that they talk about things. So for them to straight up say something like that and then show you a date, it's something big. So before the COVID pandemic and all that stuff, I imagine they were going to do not quite a state of play, but do a video or a live stream for us at home and then probably have press in there for some kind of like showcase event where they show them a couple games and then maybe get like to look at what the box looks like in person kind of thing. Get pictures of it from all angles. Um, For sure. But I think everything shifting online is going to change things a little bit. Not necessarily a huge amount, but it's, you know, it's going to affect their marketing. Yeah. It, it's, it, I, I don't know how I feel about Sony's marketing uh, recently. Like, they, they been like, it, it, it's, it's weird. It, I think overall, they made the right moves, but sometimes it's almost so good that it seems like it hurts them. Like, they're very mm-hmm. hands off. And like, oh well, don't worry about it. And that then, like mysterious. Yeah, and then okay, let's just drop a YouTube video. Like they know it's gonna hit the three million plus views, four million plus views in in a couple of days. They know it's gonna get out there for the people that care about it. But like, it's just odd. They're not. It doesn't seem like they're wasting money on advertising whatsoever. They don't want to waste any money on advertising yeah. until they're ready to do that. Like once a game launches, they'll drop all the ads. It's, I was I forget what I was listening to, but it's very interesting to see how Sony and Microsoft are approaching this next generation. Microsoft, who is a much bigger company than Sony, acting like the underdog and the little guy and doing all these like customer centric, customer forward moves. Oh no! It's all good. Um. So yes, I agree with you there. It, it, it's a situation where, like, I think they played the the right move. If you can, just mute your shit, and I'll, I'll babble. Um, that so I went. I think it's very calculated on their part because they are that big ass company, but they're also able to act like that underdog and make people yeah. feel bad for them because of like they like they were able to just act like the good guy. You know what I mean? Like, instead of being the people that were sitting on top and saying, like, this is what we're doing and this is the way the industry will be, they're saying, we're following you guys. You guys are the leader kind of thing. They make it seem that way, at least, even though it's not really the case. And Microsoft had to take that kind of rocky comeback trail a little bit purposely to try and get people on their side because if they didn't have people on their side, they probably would have gotten out of the console business. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, I mean, why they don't need to be in the console business, but I think they kind of enjoy being in that market. And and I think what they're doing now with their just saying, hey, however you want to play our games or the games on our platform, mm-hmm. whether it's on PC, whether it's in the cloud, whether it's on a console, just you know, you're going to be on our ecosystem one way or another. As we said, with you setting up your new Windows 10 PC, you pulled an Xbox Live login out of somewhere you haven't used in eight years and started using it again. Yeah, I I mean, well, it hasn't been that long. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's definitely nice that I can just do that and they didn't give me any problems. They didn't try to feed me a bunch of bullshit. 
They just let me log in, and I went about my business on my PC now. Yep. I, I got my old gamer tag with like twenty, thirty thousand gamer score right back at it, ready to add some more. So and it's kind of cool. I think for 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 that experience, if you apply that to the Series X, a mm -hmm. lot of people maybe going from back from PS4 to a Series X, or maybe getting both this generation, are going to yeah. have that. Oh yeah, that's right. It's real easy to go home again, kind of thing. Yeah. So. It's definitely exciting in general, though, to see here about all this stuff. Like, as we know, Xbox has came right out of the gate and just <laughs> sent us everything they had as soon as they yep. had it. Whereas PlayStation has been a lot more quiet, a lot more, you know, hands-off, as I said. And they've they slowly been giving us bits and pieces as we go. Uh, thanks for the share, whoever popped that out there. Um, so, so, quick it, question it, for you. Yeah. With that being said, do you think we're going to get just the box at this point? june 4th event or do you think we're going to get the box the price and the date uh probably eh, that's hard to say i i think Sony, it's, it's the way, very like up in the air been, like the way you've been saying sony's been kind of holding stuff close to the chest lately i think they're going to show us the box and give us a month like a calendar not even a specific or a price i think they're going to hold the price till later in the year because that's the thing that's super up in the air depending upon what microsoft does and depending upon what the economy does that's very true so they might even say that they might say like we, we, the price will and you know further announcements will be mm -hmm. you know held within the next few months um but they kind of already announced their price point a few times, like in in just talking in interviews without announcing it, like to get they, it out they there. They haven't had the official. Yeah, they wanted it out there in bucks. the public so that they could they could they could not say yes, this is it, mm -hmm. but hear people's opinion on it. You know what I mean? Like they want to see those. What the fuck? I'm not paying that for this. Or oh shit, that's not that bad. See, like I don't get why people think it's crazy that the console is gonna be five anywhere from five to six hundred bucks. I don't understand the people that think that's expensive for what well, we're getting this generation. That is a very budget PC, like super budget high end PC. What is wrong with you? Like, why is that expensive to you? I hundred percent agree with you. From a from a objective standpoint however you were not like super tuned in during the ps3 launch of 599 us dollars during a recession where you, sony literally said hey maybe you should get another job to afford this and if you're looking for a more budget price system we offer the ps2 yeah i mean that was a dickhead move i remember that and it was a lot yeah. of problems with that and i think back then 600 was a little steep now i don't think it is because like well, the, the situation and how everything's been going and the what they're putting in the console and the fact that it is that much better than the ps4 it to me it doesn't it, it i don't know if this was three months ago i would agree with you oh the whole covid19 thing yeah sure but there's but that, what, so what many people be the people that give away free money yeah there's expect? so many people that got impacted by this that i don't think the amount of people that were going to grab this is necessarily going to be quite as high as it once was. It's super a luxury item, and it's totally like, you know, certain people that are going to buy it day one are always going to buy it day one. You know what I, I mean? I argue the other direction. I think more people will buy it now if they get this announcement price and or pre-order out as soon as possible. I think more people will buy it now than than before like it, it's it i get what you're saying 
but if they don't buy this, they'll buy a PS4 or an Xbox One. Because there's stimulus checks coming in. Money that came out of nowhere for people. How many people did you see wow. lined up at Best Buy? I got a new TV, new graphics card. There's a lot of other people like that it's right now. It's money that came out of nowhere, but it's money that came out of nowhere to replace money that was lost like yes. for bills and stuff. 100%. But when you, when people get a one big chunk of money, they're going to buy one nice thing for themselves. And oh, sure, a, yeah. A, a lot of gamers are going to put away that money on the side. But um, besides that, like the unemployment stuff is coming in super late. So we're gonna, everybody's going to get this huge chunk of money all at once when they get their unemployment. Mm-hmm. So as if so, it comes out soon with the pre-order... I think more people will buy it. What what Microsoft started testing last generation, and I'm very intrigued to see how it's going to work going forward, is mm-hmm. with their Xbox All Access program, where it's Game Pass Ultimate, which is Game Pass for console, Game Pass for PC, and Xbox Gold, bundled with a monthly fee that you're paying installment for the console like you would a phone. So it's like 30 bucks a month or 20 bucks a month, depending upon what version of the console you choose. And I think that's going to be a very interesting way for Microsoft to get people on board of, hey, do I have 500 bucks for a new console right now? Not really. Oh, it's $33 a month? I can waste $33 a month. My phone bill is more than $33 a month. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That is, I, I saw that and was half debating on an Xbox at one point. I think that's a really cool idea. Um, I I think they were doing smart. at one point around the holidays they were doing like a Xbox One S for less than twenty dollars a month for like eighteen months or something with everything included. Yeah, and then you can upgrade to uh, an Xbox One X with, if for like an extra five bucks a month or, or whatever, a Series like, X or something. Yeah, that's out. really yeah. cool. I like that concept. That's something that I think Sony can learn on from those subscription services a lot, and I think they did adjust um with the whole ps now thing they definitely adjust it but we will see within within less than a week now random announcement came out of nowhere but i think they're gonna drop a lot more than we think they're gonna drop they're not like they're gonna have a lot of different stuff like that like a subscription things they're gonna have stuff like um maybe prices pre-order dates games that are coming we're gonna see more of stuff like godfall like this is gonna be their this is gonna be their equivalent of their e3 rollout Mm -hmm. It's going to be a huge state of play um, because other than that, the only thing we've seen and had shown repeatedly is The Last of Us 2 and Mm -hmm. then Ghost of Tsushima. And And Last of Us 2, they just did a very large state of play on. Ghost of Tsushima, a couple weeks ago, they did a state of play on. Yeah, they're they're not playing games with those, so I don't think they need to show us more of the same. They've reiterated that a few times in the past. That's part of why they weren't going to E3, is they said, we don't want to continuously show you guys the same things over and over again. Like, I don't want you to come to E3 all hyped up, and you end up getting a little bit of nothing out of it. Well, I think they learned that lesson. I think they learned that lesson last year when they tried to do, or was it two years ago, when they tried to do their last E3, and it was like Mm -hmm. a 45-minute almost game developers conference, like a long-form, deep-dive technical stuff on, like, whatever they were putting out at that time. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's gonna be kind of cool to see what what happens this year. Mm -hmm. It's a big change. It's a big alteration from what it used to be. So like it, it, especially with Sony, like like I said, the hands off thing. Like, yeah. why are they hands off and so much? 
I think it's because they're actually working and they're not spending all their money on stuff like stupid shit. They're they're getting ready to show you something bigger it, rather than just show you shit that they've showed you every year before that. It's also the inherent cultural differences in the company. Microsoft being oh, an American yeah. company being very in your face versus Sony being a little bit more Japanese, a little bit more reserved, holding things back until they're ready to show you, not like when you want to hear about it. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. That's part of why they've had issues in the past, like with the the business issues. Like you can't, I can't see Phil Spencer, the guy that he is, all happy going in and like bowing down at a Japanese business meeting. Like, well, I think uh... I think he he probably would to be respectful out of it. But there is that, you know, there's a there's I, yeah, a... the hypeness, the hypeness of an American businessman, like versus the the you know just very respectfulness yeah yeah so it's a big um, difference anyway so continuing along uh they announced some games with gold for xbox and ps plus for june um not something we always go over but there's also not a whole heck of a lot going on right now and everybody likes free stuff um, yeah they're big ones for ps plus this month i know that so yeah, so one of the carryover ones for May uh, was Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr. So that was a cool Diablo-like kind of dungeon runner, but in space sci-fi. Yeah, um, yeah. Totally worth a free download and arguably my personal selection of games for this month. Um, the other ones they have a Rally V4, which is like a, uh, a motor rally, like dude buggy racing yeah, kind so of thing. Yeah. And then they have... Uh, <laughs> Over Overlord Two, which is a 360 game that's backwards compatible. Yeah. See, we got um, so we got City Lines, and we got um, what was the other City one? Skylines. I think, yeah, well, I think the other one was Farming Simulator, right? Mm -hmm. Something like that. Something along those lines. Farming Sim 19. Everyone was so mad about it that they had to drop the big one on us this month. They were like, "Okay, guys, we're sorry, we're sorry. Here's Call of Duty World War Two. Uh, we're sorry, we're sorry. Wait, 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 Star Wars Battlefront Two. We got you. There yeah. you go." So two AAA shooters on the PS4 right now they're giving away for basically for free with PS Plus. Well, now, I know people say you're, week, you're yeah. kind of paying for them with your subscription, but you get the idea. Yeah, I mean, but but whatever. They At one point, they were $60 games. You can't buy Call of Duty games for cheap ever. So, like, it's very rare. Yeah, rare, I mean, they, so. were, they were both 60 bucks not that long ago, maybe yeah. 18 months ago. So, And, and that has a great zombies mode I played. I that game was great. I never bought Battlefront 2 because of the disappointment of Battlefront 1 <laughs> and, and all the controversy of Battlefront the 2. microtransactions. So it's nice to get a free one. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will be looking forward to that. It's awesome. Um, and then what does what Xbox got for June? Uh, not too much else. I'm I'm unfortunate to say. Uh, Wait, I thought you said. Did, did you call out May or did you not? Or did you call out June? The that was kind of the overlap between May and June because Xbox doesn't always have it run square with the month. Oh, I got you. I thought. Okay. Oh no, that's right. They do one every two weeks, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have yeah. it staggered where like two of them are fifteenth to fifteenth. Oh, you're getting uh, destroy all humans. Yes, that is the June game, Destroy All Humans, yeah. and there's another one, which is what? Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, and yeah. Scene Mora. I'm not familiar, and then Coffee Talk. Those are the two late-week ones. Yeah, I'm not familiar talk. with any. Coffee Talk, I believe, is one of those like telltale-like kind of simulator talking games. Okay. Um, Shantae is a sequel, because they had Shantae and Genie's something, Genie's Curse or something before. 
Yeah, I'm definitely not familiar with these at all. No. Nah, that's, uh, that's weird. Like, they have these on and off months, both Gold and PS Plus, like, where they'll just, like, shut down one month and give out some games that they got on the back burner, and then the, and then next month they just drop bangers. And we had been talking before about this offline that uh, it seems as if almost games with gold is slightly falling into the background a little bit, and they seem to be emphasizing more Game Pass because you're having more huge games coming to Game Pass. They recently just added Red Dead Two to Game Pass. So, That's crazy, man. Yeah, I mean, if the fact that I'm paying ten bucks a month and have access to over two hundred games, mm-hmm. including a bunch of them are Red Dead and major titles, like that's crazy. Yeah, it it is. Thanks for the share, whoever that was. I appreciate it. Um, oh, it was probably Gina. I think it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> she's in the other room holding down the dog and sharing the stream. She's looking out. <laughs> and, and she's sending That's my girl. People, and she's sending people shirts, dude. My buddy said he got it. He loved it. He took a picture of it and, like, sent it to me and stuff. He was like, dude, this is awesome. I got, I got nice. a sticker and a shirt. And he's he donated a bunch to us, dude. That's I love it. It's awesome. Cool, We're starting cool. to get those little interactions with my buddies now and stuff. And then... Hopefully it'll grow a little more. We're gonna be. I'm going back to work soon, so I plan on starting to mass produce those shirts a little bit. Get that site up and running. Have her run the stickers, and be on our way real soon, man. But um, anything else uh, coming up that you're looking forward to personally? What I'm interested to see. We had Nintendo Stealth drop that Origami Mario game a week or two ago. The trailer for it. The game's mm-hmm. supposed to come out, what, beginning of July, I believe. There's got to be more stuff they have that they're sitting on. There has to be. Yeah. I, I, the Godfall game is the one that they showed so far. but Well, that well that's for Sony. That's for PS4. I was talking about Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. They, a lot of people keep talking about the Mario thing. And, like, like really a lot of people are hoping on the Mario 64 and uh mario sunshine remake they do the galaxy remastered to kind of fill in their catalog until zelda breath of the wild 2 is done yeah i think a lot of people are hoping on that i could definitely see um is that gina like the stream i don't know it's dan thanks buddy appreciate it buddy um no but um yeah i, I could see them coming out with with another breath of the wild announcement this summer though because they only showed us a small trailer so mm-hmm. I could see them giving us like a world view, maybe a little bit of that, maybe a little bit of a story trailer, like so some kind of bitter piece of that. And, and that, that otherwise trailer was was an engine though. Mm-hmm. And then otherwise I would say we're gonna get a like another new IP, to be honest. Um, because they're attaching arms now to Smash Brothers. So a new character and, and yeah, and Smash Brothers is getting an arms character. So Okay. I think that that shows that they're leaning towards these IPs regardless of how they actually do. They believe in their characters, so I definitely feel like they're going to be looking to expand that roster a little bit more. So I could see a new IP coming soon, which would be cool from Nintendo. I could see that, and then with them kind of utilizing the Mario back catalog kind of thing, I could totally see them dusting off some other old series of games to try and bring out. I don't know about you, but if they bring out an F-Zero game, people will buy that thing like crazy. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, I, that's something they, they have to be working on, too. Is like, cause like, I don't know. They had that, that thing with Star Fox and everything, too, Like with where they had that small yeah, game put, where they added him in it. 
they put Star Fox in Starlink Battle Link Starlink. Atlas, the Ubisoft game. Yes. Because so, Ubisoft and Nintendo have been getting along like crazy lately. Yes. So I could see them going in that direction too because like they already gave us a little bit of a drop with Star Fox. I could see them totally taking that and running with it for sure. Like, cause it, I mean, like it's Star Fox. <laughs> not only, not only that, but if you think about it, Mario plus Rabbids was a launch game for the Switch, and it's been what three years now. That that's that's the one. You're right. You're so right. So it's about that time for something else to yeah. you know. And you don't need an engine adjustment for that. You don't need a new engine. You don't need. It's just nope. map design, character design, new moves. Selling. And there was the rabbits and a fistful of Mario characters, so like Donkey Kong and Yoshi. So why yeah. couldn't they expand that out with a bigger catalog and oh, more DLC characters? You say? Yeah. And then ooh, we forgot too, dude. I think the Switch Lite has run its course already, very quickly. Like people will still buy them, but the hype for them in that six month mark is done. Mm-hmm. So I think we could get an announcement for the Switch XL. I. I think we're we're going to be a little bit off on that. I think we're going to wait until next year for the Switch XL, mm. just because of the fact they're going to stay away from this generation's launch consoles for Xbox and PlayStation. And then beginning of next year, six months out, when they're done their fiscal thing in March, because that's when they launch all their stuff for some reason is March. Um, then we'll have you know that next yes. XL right. Switch. You got me when you said the when you got me thinking about that again. You're right. They're not gonna. They're not even gonna try to step on the toes of this year's big releases. So they'll and, just and they'll they, just wait. They do that Japanese end of the year thing in March, not December. Not like oh, we're gonna get this stuff out in holiday. They're like no, we're gonna get it out in March and give it six months of run up sales to holiday, and then everybody everybody's gonna want one. Yeah. Well, it's, it's staying in line with the whole um new stuff going on yeah we were talking about sony and something interesting that they're going to be doing is very counteractive of what microsoft is doing so they were saying that they want to they've made a statement is uh the ceo jim ryan or whatever um he's saying that we they don't want to bring the ps5 titles to ps4 like they don't want to keep developers making games for both consoles now when you hear that in an article at first it'd be very misleading as i thought it was at first but i read and i realized like it's there they didn't not want set exclusives in the article but that's because they want the article to be a little spicy and they want to make them look like the bad guys or just get a good article out of it in general a lot of Um, views yes so like they i i know what he means and he means that we're gonna make specific ps5 titles that are specific banger ps5 games and they're gonna be only on the ps5 like the game godfall is the perfect example they're not gonna run this game that is running like always 1080p at 60 to 120 frames or a game that's 8k 60 frame whatever they don't want to make dumb that game down and put it on the ps4 they don't want to do that so they want they want certain titles that'll be on both, like all the third party titles, yada yada, and then they got their specific bangers that are specifically for the people that went out of their way to buy the new consoles. The spec difference from the PS4 to the PS5 is going to be significantly different enough that I, I can arguably see that, but 
the other side of that argument is that they may not necessarily let you bring as much of your PS4 library and get free upgrades to PS5 versions as you necessarily would like. No, they. I, from what I heard, that that's not the case. You were good. Most of the like, like you're gonna just be able to log on and play. Like, and anything that you have in your library is yours. But yeah, with games that already exist and are already out there, but yes. there's not gonna be as many transitional games. There's not gonna be as many. Oh, buy this on PS4, and the next year when you get a PS5, you'll be good. No, that's what I'm saying. Yes, you a hundred percent can. Every game. From what I've what I've read is that that every P, not every PS4 title, but the like the eighty percent of the main library that people are playing now will be Correct, available now. on PS5. Like like if I'm playing Remnant from the Ashes or whatever, that will be available for me to just play. Yes, and I, and I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. What I'm saying is there's not going to be as many transitional titles to bridge the gap in between. It's going to be a hey, you can play PS4 games on PS5. And then there's PS5 games you can play on PS5. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. I I, I don't think so, only because of the third-party situation. Um, because, like, Xbox has so many games. They specifically already mentioned for two years running, they are going to be making games for both consoles. And they're mm -hmm. going to merge over, and there's going to be a play-anywhere situation. Um, so all those games that are going to be on both consoles, they're going to be on both consoles for PS4 and PS5 as well. So I don't think it'll be as bad as as people think it is. I think I think it's one of those clickbaity titles. I think the article's uh, just like hyping it up kind of thing. Yeah, Dan has something here. Uh, he says PlayStation already made an announcement that the PS4 will be double the speed, so the games that are are that high in resolution are able to run smoothly. Yeah, of course, dude. Um, yeah, the speed's gonna be insane, but it, it it is very interesting that they're taking the opposite stance of what microsoft is doing because microsoft's saying let's go for it and i said this immediately right when they said right when they said oh every game that comes out on the xbox series x will be available to play on the xbox one x for the first two years i'm like okay that's cool i like where you're going with that but at the same time on the offset it's that means that that xbox series x game isn't as good as it could be like you get what I'm saying? Like it, for you to be able to play it on an Xbox One I, I, original. I so what's what's going to end up happening, in my opinion, uh, is it's going to end up starting to be like Nintendo did with the various versions of the 3DS and the the, the DS Plus and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. it'll run on the base level, but it's going to have probably terrible frame rate. All these games are probably going to be like 720p capped at 30 frames a second. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the like, Adam. As, as uh, Adam Gibson there. Yeah, there you go, Adam. <laughs> um, but I, that's what I think is going to end up happening is that they're you're going to get a subpar experience mm -hmm. to the point where like, oh, if you want to try and play this, cool. But if there's a game you're excited for, if there's a new franchise, you're going to be looking for an excuse to play that new game in a new way. And when you start to play a next-gen game, and have it viewed on like an Xbox One or a One X or a PS4 versus PS5. That's how you're going to see that like justification and difference. Is the load times are going to be vastly different, and yeah. it's going to be like, oh, well, it can run this higher engine, but it has to do it at a lower frame rate, so it's going to be a little bit choppier. Yeah, and I've already seen what you're saying with my setup. Like I bought an SSD for the PS4. It completely changed the situation. Like. 
the fact that I can run a, a game at like something like the Division Two that took uh, anywhere from a minute or two to to load in when you're going fast traveling. Now it's taken me fifteen to twenty seconds tops. It, mm-hmm. It's a big, big difference. So once a console's optimized for that as well, it, it's really there. There's no, there's no saying how, how what they're gonna do with it. And beyond the, just the hard drives, like the CPU, that the custom processor that they're gonna have in the thing is. Not to mention when they put the SSDs in there and pull out the hard drives you're reducing the power draw because there's not a motor in there anymore. You're reducing heat, you're reducing vibration. So everything's going to be a little bit more quiet. Everything's going to need less fans. Very true. That's very true as well. Yeah, there's a lot of small details that people don't seem to realize this generation. Like, like I kept hearing on like IGN podcasts and stuff where they would say, Oh, like what, what really is the benefit of this new generation? Like, is it that much of a leap compared to could we not just do like an, a graphical update or something mm-hmm. it's like yes i get what you're saying it's the bells and whistles it's the turning it that much closer to a, a, a high-end pc like making it that much better and optimizing it and i think i think we're getting to a point where it's getting harder and harder to tell someone about the differences and easier and easier to let somebody show the difference and like feel the difference yeah trying to watch a stream for when they did that ps4 pro event and so they tried to show 4k in a stream that i'm watching over 1080 that's compressed and i'm like what over youtube yeah over youtube yeah it's like dude you're trying it's like you're trying to have me taste something through a straw that's four miles long it's not gonna not gonna work out yeah (laughs) <laughs> um speaking of feel by the way you said that, that it's something that i need to feel and that's something that that's very interesting to me is that that is going to be one of the big things is the controller for the ps5 now we already saw the xbox one controller which i'm surprised they didn't adapt as much as like they as much as they did like because mm-hmm. they know they have the elite 2 and that's like one of the most incredible controllers i've seen so... and they they're going to keep that elite series of controllers going in one iteration or another. Yeah, yeah, and I, so that's what I hope to see a little bit of a new ideas coming out of those besides like mm-hmm. paddles and comfort. Um but they, it, that is so cool to me that X, that PlayStation's taking that chance again. Like they did it with the touchpad. They stuck with it. They did it with the light bar. They they faded off from the light bar. So it's cool to see them like make a bigger controller again. Go with the comfort level. They know what people, the majority of people like. I don't, I don't understand why people hate on this new controller. I think it's awesome. Um, a little bit bigger, and then that that vibration. From what I've heard, different developers talking about, they are so excited about this. And for for new people, like you said, that's gonna be one of the best ways to show mm-hmm. them how a game feels. Like put them in a car game. And then, like, have the left trigger with the brake, like, actually feel like it yanks Give when it you force brake. Feedback. And then, like, the right trigger have a slow push for the gas. And then, like, you're, when you slam the e-brake, you feel the, the controller's haptic feedback, like, slam to the side of the controller that you're turning on. Like, it would just... And, like, those motions are going to be so interesting to hand somebody and say go as fast as you can and then make sure you hit that turn and then they go what the fuck like well and if you think about it it's just bringing back full circle what we all wanted to do as kids anyway you wanted to lean with the controller and like you know what i mean like you wanted to like 
turn into it that and put that little extra oomph in it. And if the controller is going to give you a kick when it hits something or something like that, it's another way that people can feel kind of the difference and being brought in with a little bit. That's going to be one of those things, like we said, you got to get your hands on it to really be like, oh, wow, that is different. Hundred percent. I can't. I can't. I can't wait to feel that the the controller, the the triggers adjusting and all that. Like, and the fact that two of the first games that are coming are like like have bow and arrows as a prime like mm-hmm. subject, and then sneaking around is a prime thing. Um. So like what? like trudging through the grass and like feeling even like something like a big gust of wind, like stuff like that. I feel like they they're gonna emphasize a lot. Yeah. Plus, one of the things that a lot of people overlook is the fact that most of these controllers are going to have USB-C on them now, which is going to be awesome. Going to charge so much faster. Use the common plug that most phones use nowadays. Yeah. Like, and like, know. I bet you they might even have wireless charging and stuff too. That could be something that'd be useful. Um, like, well, third party they have various wireless charging already, but first party wireless would be nice. That would but be really then, cool. Like you just put it on top of the console and it just charges it. That'd be the coolest thing in the well, world. But then it would also get more expensive. So. Yeah, or, or uh, I don't think they'd put heating coils inside the console either. But no, it'd be a separate pad you leave on your coffee table. Yeah, or something. yeah, for sure. And that's an accessory you can sell. You know how they yeah. like to sell oh, their accessories. Big I mean, Xbox X- logo X- in the middle. I was gonna say Xbox still don't even got goddamn batteries in their shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that's something that I really look forward to being able to plug a controller in for two three minutes and have it be half charged. Cause like, cause like I, I plug my phone in and it, like I'll be ready to leave the house and I look and I'm like oh shit my phone's almost dead. Plug it in for a minute, go I get changed, get ready to I think to it's leave. something like closer to five or ten, but yeah, it's I, I'm saying for enough to finish your finish a game or two. Like, you literally mm-hmm. can plug it in for a couple minutes and get, like, I take, like I said, I take my phone everywhere I go with me, so I'll see it's almost dead as I'm about to get changed and go leave. I'll put it in, plug it in, go get changed, grab my headphones, put on the Bluetooth from my phone, and go out the house with that little bit of charge, and it'll give me like 20-30% and last me until I get back. So That's pretty cool. USB-C's killing it, man. I love that thing. So, yeah, it's definitely one of those, one of the, another one of those big pluses that they're both gonna have USB-C. Like, we don't gotta worry about, that's the other thing too, like one controller versus another, the ports, everything, so yeah it's, it's gonna be very nice to see what happens and, and i want to i'm very interested to see how like the computer uh would react to a controller like a ps5s mm-hmm. you know what i mean like like how well, would prob- the haptic feedback and stuff play out it probably depending upon if they program for it or not because it already has ps4 drivers and all that so you can already use mm-hmm. a ps4 controller so it probably uses the same way as a ps4 controller until they programmed all that special feedback in yeah, for sure. Um, the reason I said it though is because like like the Xbox controller is kind of the standard in a way um, mm-hmm. for for oh, a lot Microsoft of PC Windows, gamers. Microsoft. Yeah, it makes it easier, I think, and uh, I think a lot of people like that comfort. You know what I mean? So it'd be interesting to see if the transition happened this generation. Like for PC gamers, they were like, "Oh, dude, I gotta get that PS5 controller. That thing looks sick, and it's like it has crazy, you know, abilities." And then pc starts pc developers start developing for that in mind that'd be cool it'd be pretty interesting might see new con- a lot of new controllers coming out soon it's very possible anything's possible mm-hmm. yeah i mean you see with nintendo playing with it constantly they're always trying to do something different every iteration so oh yeah 
Yeah, but um, I think that about covers it for what I got. How about you, man? Yeah, that's about it for me as well. I got yeah. some dogs in my yard I got to go tend to. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we're, we're just coming up on like 50 minutes or so. Not bad. Get it, Just get done them quick ones, a little quick little under an hour podcast. But uh, Next next week will probably be a little bit longer. We'll have probably some significant oh, news yeah. to talk about. Um, Quite honestly, let me see the dates real quick. So Thursday is the 4th. Are you going to be busy? No, I can I can record. Okay, we will see what happens, but maybe we live stream the event, uh, the PS5 event. Um, so I I can set that up. I'll uh I'll see what I can do, and make it how to make it look all pretty and all that. But I think um I think we might need to do that. And okay. Then, and then the next day we can have a podcast and talk more in depth about it, um and other things. So yeah, I think that that that's about it for me. How about you, man? You got anything? Uh, that's about it for me, man. Uh, good show, good show. Good All right. Well, then, thank you guys for watching. As always, please like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. I appreciate everybody that came and watched live with us. Uh, please go check out our other videos on the channel, podcasts, and audio on all your favorite podcast apps. Yada, 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 yada. You've heard it all. Um, I'll see you guys later. I really appreciate it. And as always, keep on gaming. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah.